And did you know that this podcast is an independent production? That's right. The Eric Norcross podcast is an indie podcast. And because of that, we depend on listeners like you to help support the show. The best way to become a supporter is to become a patron. Patreon is a membership platform that allows creators to develop a more sustainable source of financial support for their projects. My Patreon supports this podcast. If you find this podcast worthwhile, please consider becoming a patron by heading over to the Patreon link in the description. That's patreon.com slash Eric Norcross. Again, patreon.com slash Eric Norcross, and the link will be in the description. Thank you, and on with the show. All right, I have one more announcement before I go into the episode. I know these can be super annoying, but this is not a paid advertisement. This is actually about one of my projects. I made a feature film called Fractals, and guess what? It is now available for streaming. Just visit my website, ericnorcross.com. Look for the movie Fractals, and there will be a list of platforms where you can stream it. Thanks. Welcome back to the podcast for episode 101. This is an update podcast. I want to update you on what's going to happen with the podcast and, of course, what's happening with me. This is episode 101. We just celebrated the 100th episode over the past couple of weeks. I let the 100th episode sit for an extra week just because it was a special sort of landmark episode. It was also falling around the holiday season. And I'm just like, you know what, this is a great time and also a great excuse to just take a break. So I didn't release the Monday after just because, uh, one, I needed the break, but two, like let, let the 100th episode find an audience. That's an important episode as a number, just as an achievement, but also I just really liked the episode. I really liked my guest and I wanted him to have, uh, more opportunity for a wider audience. So we're now back at 101. This is going to be the last episode of 2022 which means there are going to be no more episodes in December. This holiday break, I am literally taking the first break I've had since we started the podcast, (laughs) mostly because I have a lot going on. I won't stop recording episodes, obviously. I have other interviews scheduled, but when it comes to the release schedule, we're going to resume releasing in January. So think of it like... A Netflix season where you have the first part of a season and then you have the second part of a season. So this episode you're listening to now wraps up the first part of season three and then season three will continue in January. And this is largely because I have some projects that I'm wrapping up on this end. I have a huge shift in what my life, my personal life is going to be. As some of you know from listening to the podcast, I have a kid on the way and that is going to change the way I live my life. And so I'm sort of trying to make that as smooth as possible by dedicating more energy to making that shift happen. And so in December through through early March, I will be fully engaged in that change. But what what's going to happen, though, is because I'm pre-recording so many of my episodes, as I always do, 
that should not affect the output in January. So once I start releasing more episodes, you won't really feel it because they'll be staggered several months in advance and <laughs> you'll get all the discussions you could possibly want. Uh, I just wanted to remind you too that I released a couple of books this year. Um, the last one I just released is Running Guns Across State Lines. It dropped in early November, and that is the most personal book I have ever written. It is a compilation of short stories, essays, creative nonfiction essays, poetry, essays and stories in poetry form or in verse form. It's got mixed media artwork. And right now, it's only going to be available in paperback because the page layout is really important. The The sort of presentation is really important to me. And in an ebook format, I can't really control the presentation. And so I urge you to, if you're interested in creative writing and mixed media artwork and just kind of personal writings of, of authors, pick up the paperback of Running Guns Across State Lines. It's the most personal book I've ever written so far. It's the most personal book I've released, and uh, I'm really proud of it. It took me several years to do. And later on in the episode, I'm going to read some extracts from it. Um, also, I know I'm not releasing episodes of the podcast in December, but I am continuing to post on social media. So I do have, obviously, YouTube, and I've been really active on that and growing my subscriber base on that. I've been doing a lot of the YouTube shorts. Just various things like um, my experiences as a, as a filmmaker, things about my filmmaking. <laughs> I've also been, I started a new series called What I See When I Watch Other People's Movies. And that is also uh, similar to the content that I'm putting on TikTok as well as Instagram. And I have like several Instagram accounts because I am an author and a filmmaker and a podcaster. I have different Instagram accounts for all those different things. So on my podcast account, on Instagram, I actually started a short video series called Things I've Learned in the First 100 Episodes of My Podcast. Or no, hold on. <laughs> it was Things I've Learned by from producing the first 100 episodes of my podcast. And I just like pick a thing that I learned over the past three seasons of making this podcast. And I've had many lessons that I've learned. And I think it'll be useful to people who are also interested in starting a podcast. Or maybe you started a podcast and it doesn't feel the way you thought it would feel. And it's not going the way you thought it would go. Maybe some of the things I've learned will kind of enlighten you as to things you could do differently. On my Instagram authors page, I have writing tips or tips for writers. And these are very basic beginner type tips. like, But also sort of philosophical. Like I'm interested in just getting people to write to break out of their shell and to not let negative influences affect what you write or don't write. For example, the first tip I, I put out there was don't let anybody tell you that you should or shouldn't write a story, especially if it's a personal story from a personal point of view. Because in my experience, if somebody close to you doesn't want you writing about an incident that happened to you, they stand to lose something by you doing that. So what I suggest is question why they're telling you not to write about something that maybe they're uh, involved with. What do they stand to lose if you tell your story? And so it's that level of writing advice, which I feel like a lot of writers, especially beginning writers, really need to hear. It's okay to tell your story. You own your story. And anybody who says you shouldn't write your story, well, you should question, question them. What do you stand to lose if I tell my story? 
this of course is tied into running guns across state lines because running guns is very much that kind of book it's the kind of book that there are some people i grew up with who would not want me to tell some of the stories that i tell in that but that's okay it's my book and it's my story and it's my experiences and it's my memories on my instagram filmmakers page i've I've been doing these sort of indie filmmaking tips, and I also have versions of those tips on my TikTok as well, where I just kind of break down some of my experiences as an independent filmmaker and how indie filmmakers today can sort of change the way they do things and do things better or more efficiently. <laughs> some of it's business related, like I think if you're on an out-of-pocket budget, you should not be, you shouldn't even think about signing an agreement with a guild like SAG-AFTRA. It's just not worth it. It's not worth your energy. It's not worth your time. And ultimately, you put your production at risk when you do that. So that's that advice. That was the first advice on both Instagram and TikTok. But then there's also like things about cameras and audio. There's one bit about how you should invest in audio. And I give a sample of a basement, like the difference between like your cell phone audio and a basic low budget investment. Um, and I do the comparison so you can hear the differences when you listen to the video. So there's stuff like that. And there's also what I see when I watch other people's movies. This is both on TikTok and YouTube. The long version, the long versions go up on TikTok. The short versions go up on YouTube shorts. And I just put up one where I talk about Goodfellas and the Layla Coda that, that is in the movie Goodfellas. Oh my God, my cat is trying to get out of the bedroom, but uh, you know what? I'm just going to ignore it because, you know what? They had their chance to leave the room before I started the podcast, but whatever. Their food is in there anyway, so they're not starving. But yeah, I, I talked a little bit about the Layla Coda and why Layla was used in Goodfellas and as a filmmaker, how I saw that movie and what I got from that musical decision. My follow-up is about to be recorded and go up as soon as I do this episode. Uh, the follow-up will be on The Dark Knight Rises, but I have other movies I want to talk about as well because I do feel like I watch movies a little differently than a lot of people, even other filmmakers, and I just kind of want to say, hey, when I watch another person's movie, this is what I'm seeing. This is how I'm, this is how I'm interpreting your decision as a filmmaker or Marty, Marty Scorsese's decision as a filmmaker because I feel like that's just as important as my experiences as a filmmaker how i see movies is equally as important and you know when i see interviews with other filmmakers i'm also enamored by them when they talk about the movies that they've watched how do they see movies so it just makes sense that that would eventually become a series so I definitely urge you to subscribe on YouTube and TikTok. Those are probably the two that I'm putting the most energy into right now. And a couple times a week, I'll do Instagram as well. So if you're on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, make sure you subscribe on all those platforms. All the content is, is a little different, even though I'm sort of duplicating the concepts to a certain extent, uh, especially between YouTube and TikTok. All the content is always just a little bit different. So if you subscribe on both, you will get different content for the most part. All right. And uh, another update is that I've been invited to act a small part in an independent horror movie that's filming in Long Island in December. And so 
I'll let you know how that goes when we resume podcast episodes in January. If it's happened or if it hasn't happened, and if it did happen, what is the film and when, where can you see it and when can you see it? All that information will be divulged. And I don't know, maybe we'll also have the filmmaker on the podcast. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I'll be acting and that'll be fun because I've been thinking a lot more about acting, actually. I had a dream recently where uh, somebody I grew up with became a really successful actress with a fan base. Of course, this person would never be an actress. Like, it's not within her personality to go in front of a camera. But what this dream told me was that maybe I should try it. Because I remember in the dream, I was insanely jealous that this person had an acting career. Of course, I never tried really acting seriously. I've always acted in my stuff and some of my friends' stuff. And I almost always played an angry guy or crazy guy because I didn't know how to, I mean, not that I didn't know, I was uncomfortable on camera. And so to ignore the fact that I was uncomfortable on camera, I would either get angry or weird. And those ended up being my characters. But as of late, I've been much more comfortable on camera. For example, in Death and Life, I was more philosophical. (laughs) And so... With Fractals, I was actually myself. I was playing myself a filmmaker. And it was fine. Both both were fine. I came off fine. And also, I just think podcasting has helped me become more comfortable with being audience-facing. And so it makes sense that the next step would be to act in somebody's movie in, in sort of a character where I'm not in extreme emotional state. I'm just acting. And uh, again, I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. Before I let you go, I wanted to read some excerpts from Running Guns Across State Lines uh, because I really I really love the pieces in this book and it makes sense that, that I would at least read a couple of pieces so that, so that you can have an idea of my, write, my creative writing in this particular compilation. This one, this piece is called Traffic and it's one of the poems it's an experimental poem, uh, and it's on page 103 of Running Guns Cross State Lines. So, traffic. Counterintuitive, actions of the day, chores meant, designed to, steal life away, stolen time, keeping busy, unaware we have better things to do, than to sit at the laundromat, doom scrolling. We could be so productive if we tried, if we wanted. Tea time and gossip way of the dodo how about coffee while we discuss how to take the next step love hate same emotion processed through different conduits garden state's own home-born deity the boss they make you doubt yourself new york's good at that traffic is mindless action traffic is useless as a full circle commute directions as follows traffic equals survival must, transi- must transition it to traffic at making moves for the betterment of creation. Chorus equals traffic. Creation equals traffic. The arc is traffic to traffic. Can I see this as an equation? Sure. T equals S. T equals M equals TM. TM squared. TM squared equals CT. Driving on the parkways, a New York State nightmare. Some might call it a death trap. Like living in a red state as a young woman. 
They want to keep you struggling, surviving with limited options. Forget reproductive health care. Here, have a coat hanger. Hang your health care up over there. Contraband, ammunition, legal trade, firearms. These ain't no small arms. I got a paragraph in the words. Oh, sorry, I screwed that one up. I got a paragraph in the works. Just parts. When assembled, it's a grenade launcher. Personal defense weaponry. Recoil from bars dropped. This is the iron pipeline, pistols, rifles, machine guns, submachine guns, Gatling guns, wild predators, litter box scooper. We're armed and ready. Global arms market, valued in fiat currency. My weapon's value is backed by gold, corridor of balance. Can't estimate the total. Illicit sales, scouting the borders. They want to form enforceable policy. They want to form enforceable policy, arms control, because this is conflict, political turmoil, cultural turmoil, civil upheaval, and the borders of the rubblestone shore are guarded. Gotta get my words across the bay, splitting time between city and country, stealing glass canyons on flattened bedrock and hilly wilderness. Neighbors agree to disagree, except I don't agree, because it doesn't work for everybody, every man for himself. If we're going to succeed together by working together, then everyone's got to be on board. So I study the patterns and flow, information, data, information isn't coming to them. Brainwashed by the Pledge of Allegiance, the Lord's Prayer doesn't pay the bills. Mitch McConnell and his minions going after women's health by rigging judicial appointments, the USA, a Dixie chant. Why do you need reproductive health care? Here's, here's a coat hanger. Hang your health care over there. Violence isn't the answer, except for murder by verse. And then it's perfectly okay to blow a hole in this fucker's head. They labeled me insignificant, loser, wannabe, unqualified for a Wikipedia page. But there's a power to being underappreciated, disrespected, not attractive. Anonymity. The first weapon I acquired was the first political verse I constructed, because my con conscience couldn't process the mindless blind patriotism to leaders and not ideas destroying lives hate boils in the heart of america fear stoked by cries and lies dolphins will have a seat at the u.n one day an idea they don't want you to accept but they'll have a porpoise truth is truth is great in creating restraint and drama they think brutality breeds strength brutality is a result of the environment and creates an understanding that power cannot be trusted support time canned peas three times a week american chop suey doesn't make you a chef couldn't handle motion sickness so my neighbors made fun of me shot them up too rattled them up with a stanza in the 1930s the gangsters became the traffickers out of necessity i'm just filling a void everyone has to have a porpoise or no, no, I fucked up the last one. Everyone has to have porpoise. <laughs> this uh, one comes after that is actually the namesake of the book, Running Guns Across State Lines. So this is the, the poem, running, running Guns Across State Lines. Somehow they're all covered up in sleet, a substance film-like and sleek. Looking for answers, we come off as weak. And they underestimate, nurturing hate, plant debate, think they're so great, deliberately, fashionably late, robbing you while you're out of state, harvesting proudly the lotus petals their followers ate. And I try to stay focused and present-minded every day, burning neurons to keep from slitting off this, from skidding off this tattered highway. And lay as I look out at the bay and think about all the lies as the calendar islands Hamptonized and retirees claim their prize, deprive. Leave the rest of us here to win or die. But it ain't over till it's over. And one day what's mine will be mine. 
It ain't over till it all spills over, and when it does, everything will be fine. Until then, as long as it ain't over, I'm running guns across state lines. So nervous, those on the other side pacing they can't sit or take at the time to read a poem or listen to it, unaware of their willful ignorance. But have you ever loved someone so lit and so with it that when they die, you hate the world for not getting it? For having the audacity to carry on with all this bullshit, ignorant of what they miss, and all you want to do is spit and swing your fucking fist because grief isn't a strong enough word and come to think of it, the English language can't express it. So the authorities tell me as I shift and change lanes, stay at exactly the speed limit, don't drive like I'm insane. At 37, I have yet to be pulled over or receive a speeding ticket, but the but that corrupt Yonkers red light program can lick it. I'm off the radar to all the swine, the unkind, that's a price to pay for peace of mind. Because I'm running guns across state lines. And there may never be a day we ain't fine. But there is a truth keeping us blind. It'll never be over and we'll never have time. So I hustle for a life as a trafficker. Running guns across state lines. But if you are the blind or the deaf and think everything's fine. Because you can't get to sleep at night unless everything's right. Know that your comfort isn't real. Your trust has been bought, sold, and secured in steel. You see, I'm an urban legend hiding under your bed. Waiting in your closet for you people to fall asleep. Comforted by all the... Fiction that's in your head so I can bust out, break you out, wake you from your coma, shake you of your doubt with a nod and a pound and suddenly we're aligned and now we're both running guns across state lines. The entertainment sector is a fraud, film studios, record companies, art galleries and publishing houses are lost. The leeches own the artists and the artists powerless. Take the abuse as a necessary evil cuz cowardice. Throw each other under the bus acting like they don't know you, but they know you. Oh yeah, your contemporaries know you. Eyes are peeled, watchful eyes, fearful eyes, teared up with lies, but no cries. Muted sadness, beat back and buried alive. Alive till the day I die. And as long as I haven't died, you better fucking fear I, for when I fly, I fly high and drop words on you that counter their lies. Because if the pen is mightier than the sword, then our verses are superior than the Supreme Court. The pedal eaters can take this as a sign as long as you keep us in a bind. You bet your ass we'll be running guns across state lines. So, I did traffic, I did running guns across state lines, so I think it makes sense to, to read Snowplows, because Snowplows is the third in the trilogy, so what I do is I write poems and sets, so it goes, Snowplows and Slaughter are sister poems, however, traffic, running guns across state lines, and Snowplows are the trilogy. So what I'll do is I'll read Snowplows, which is the third of the trilogy, but the beginning of the two sister poems. And I'll also read the second sister poem, obviously. So, excuse me. This is Snowplows. It's a, bl it's a blizzard of lead. Every time a shipment is unloaded and coated, our barrels fed, streaking into your brain like cocaine. What the fuck? They try to listen in, but don't speak the language. Sting operations, stay grounded, politicians hounded. Try to steamroll our ammo with their snow plows, but the road's too icy. They slip and they slide as they yell, This is a little too dicey. Freeze, you're under arrest, to which we respond with a flip of the bird. Low cat, low caliber ammo like a BB, cheap and always in stock. No need to cock like back on the rock when I had holes in my socks. We still live here and have to deal with all with these people, they'll say. What happened to integrity? It's no wonder I'm gritty. Used to be... Obsessed with the pretty, yeah, I know, it's pretty shitty, but hormones are a raging bitch. The mind of the young, so fucking petty. Suck a dick, colloquial language, has them in a daze, offensive turn of phrase. Don't use those, my MFA professors would say. Real writers avoid idioms. I guess that makes me an idiot, because efficiency and effectiveness in communicating ideas takes a backseat to doing something that's never been done before. 
even if it's not necessary. Who cares if the majority won't get it? Fools and tools, and our words build and build until they're not words anymore, but bullets constructed of stealth technology shattering into shards as it enters the brain and the oblivious target, the undertoad takes you an oblivion of the oblivious target the undertow takes you before you have a chance to stand fast and you're in one of us we take the operators too authority requires and forces and forces require laborers we're hauling them in one by one until they're none no plows left and at last we're ruling the world with consideration we are the shadow the government fears pulling their own strings dude i fucking love that poem i love that poem so much This one's called Slaughter. So this is the second one. Snowplows was first. This is the second of the sister poems. And a natural moral compass lies in the soul, if there ever was one. They invented a gun, more like a syringe, a vaccination against free thought, pushed the plunger in every Sunday fun day. And the natural moral compass lies in the soul, if there ever was one. Try to pick up the pieces or accept the destruction. Bad becomes good and good becomes hard. Difficult becomes taboo. Social stigma for those who can't cope. False hope. Keeping us blind to real hope. Every Sunday fun day, it's like this. Anyway, that's, those are some extracts from my book, Running Guns Across State Lines. There's, there's a huge diversity of content in this book. I just read you a few of the, the poems that the theme of the book is sort of derived from where I'm using weaponry and art as sort of, I'm using weaponry as a metaphor for art that can change the world. That's basically <laughs> basically it. Uh, but anyway, I'll see you guys in January. Please, again, subscribe on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. Find me. I'm out there, and I will be posting throughout the holidays on those channels. And for the podcast, though, I'll see you in January. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you have a moment, please consider subscribing to the show wherever you listen. And if the app allows for it, please leave a rating and review. That way, the algorithm moves us up in recommendations. It's a great way for new listeners to find our show. Thanks, and I'll see you on the next episode.